Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. The 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. He's a man on the scene. I don't know what that even means. What's, what, 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 what's our man on the scene? I don't know. I don't know what our man on the scene is. We'll see if Johnny calls us back. We'll have a pre-tape ready to get her just in case. But, uh, let's see here. Um, we had a sports bet guy on. <laughs> we had our clueless stock person. They were on earlier. She was, she was kind of worthless. She was kind of worthless. My friends. Kind of worthless. But, uh, I don't know. We will go back to the old hip side. The Skype And I believe we've got John O'Connor. Hey. Hey. How are you, sir? Yeah, there we are. There we are. Let me get my cap down. Hey, you're good. You're good. Last week I was having my eyes dilated, so I wasn't able to see anything. Much less be able to do this radio program. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, we have got John O'Connor with us today. And uh, John, wow, oh wow, I knew the Biden administration was going to be a fishy group of individuals, but holy smoke. You know, I wondered when they when they had to get this waiver to put this uh, head of the the uh, I don't know what it was the the military or whatever. And then I find out later, oh, the reason he he needed a waiver is because he works for a weapons manufacturer, and there's a law that states that you can't do both. And they're like, ah, just get some sort of waiver and shove him through. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the least of our problems, though. I'll tell you that. Yes, the 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 other thing that I want, which is the reason why we're talking to you today, um, judicial reform commission. <laughs> what the hell is this? Well, anytime you hear the word reform, grab onto your wallet. Uh, and check <laughs> and see whether Costa Rica will accept you for citizenship. <laughs> Wow. So this this uh, are, is this basically what he's trying to do? Is he's trying to do court packing? Is that basically what, what what's coming up? Or sure it is. And some of this is a way of testing public opinion. Okay. They're very aware that back in 1936 or so, whenever it was that FDR was going to pack it, maybe it's a little bit after that. Yeah. Uh, the public outcry was so great that he backed off. This is a way of them putting their toe in the water. What's going to happen is, sooner or later, the commission's going to say, gee, one of the things we're thinking about 
is we need extra people on the court because the court <laughs> is not diverse enough. Of course. It's all about diversity. Diverse people, yeah. like diverse Democrats, who think exactly the way we want them to think, that they'll be diverse. And, uh, and But we will have, uh, I think, even 11 justices, two more, may not do it for them. They may need to do it 13. Uh, because wow. that'll be much fairer, they will say. But what they'll do is they'll come out with the report and suggest something like this uh, and uh, and maybe make it one of two options and so forth. But then they'll float it around. They'll put it on uh, the legacy media, see, and try to have them push it. And if they can get the polls up high enough, they'll do it. That's my thought. Wow. We've got John O'Connor with us today. He joins us each and every week. He has been joining us every week since the election. <laughs> uh, the so-called election, yes. Well, you know, the I don't know if you've seen that Newsmax clip of uh, of, the, of, of Mike Lindell on there, and them like going, uh, uh, we, we, we can't verify, blah, 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 blah. And then the anchor just finally just, like, takes a header and just leaves the screen. Uh, this is such a strange, strange time. And one of, the, one of the things that Biden said is that he wasn't going to pack, the, he wasn't sure if he was going to pack the court or he wasn't going to pack the court, but yet he's got this reform commission that he's going to be creating. Uh, he's doing a lot of creating of commissions and craziness. W what do you make about all this from a legal perspective, my man? Well, I think he can probably get away with it on packing the court if the Congress passes it and he signs it into law. Um, that's going to be a big deal. Uh, query, I suppose, should there be a more conservative uh, Congress, I'm not so sure how you get rid of the two or four new justices. Uh, you can uh, create a law, I suppose, that says yeah. uh, we're going to only have nine and the last people named are not on it anymore. The problem with that is, <laughs> you know, they, they hold an office and you have to impeach them, so maybe you have to impeach the two or the four extras. Maybe in which case you're not going to be able to impeach them. So it may well be you can't remove them. Um, so that's one of the problems. I'll say another problem, Jimmy. Yeah. Is in his commissions is they're talking a lot about whether or not there should be some oh, government agencies, the, the tip of the sphere, as the New York Times says, yeah. to yeah. add up honesty and almost have a reality. In other words, we're all going to be told what reality is by the government. And if we disagree with it, like Mike Lindell might disagree, we've got to shut him down. Yes. And that's what's really scary, is this is all an attack on free speech and on the whole democratic process. It's not just free speech as in burning a draft card. Yeah. This is free speech like one whole section of the public. So let's shut down 50% or 40% of the public and not let them express an opinion because, my gosh, other people might agree with them and maybe there'll be a majority. Yes. And that's what they're trying to do. And so everything they can do to sort of, it's almost like 
the Ministry of Truth in Orwell. <laughs> well, you know, you bring that up. <laughs> you know, Go ahead. That's exactly what we're talking about, and so you can't now say anything outside of what is adjudged to be the truth. Uh, let me give you an example here that yeah. is really pretty interesting. I think I, I just was writing it down and uh, just thinking about about what Barr said about the election. Here, here's what Barr said about the election. Okay. First of all, he said there's a growing tendency to use the criminal uh, justice system as a default to fix our problems. So he's talking about people using the criminal justice system to try to claim fraud in the election. So he's clearly yeah. talking about A, criminal, B, fraud. Okay? Yeah. And he talks about and fraud, fraud claims, most claims of fraud are very particularized involving particular situations. So with that in mind, Barr said, to date, we have not found fraud, underlying fraud, and also to date, underlying to date, we have not found fraud on a scale that would have affected a different outcome in the election. So, he's talking about criminal fraud, and he says they haven't yet, or to date, found enough <laughs> sufficient to overturn the election. Now, first of all, that's limited to fraud, criminal fraud, not maladministration, not intentional ignorance, ignoring the rules, oh, yeah. not all kinds of uh, not examining signatures. That's not necessarily fraud. Now, maybe it enables fraud on the part of voters, but so he's not saying, but yet when George Stephanopoulos is dueling with Rand Paul, he says, oh, no. The Attorney General said, the Justice Department has said, there's no widespread fraud. Oh. <laughs> First of all, <clears throat> you're changing the definitions. Fraud, is, as Trump uses it, encompasses more than just fraud. He's talking about irregularities and not checking and this and that and the other. Yeah. It's not just out-and-out out fraud. But, but Barr did not say there was no widespread fraud. He just said, to date, we haven't found fraud sufficient to overturn the election. Well, that's a big, that's a big ask, and I would agree with that. If somebody asked me the same thing, I'd say, to date, especially if you're going to concentrate on fr criminal fraud, there's no way that they have enough evidence to overturn the election based upon specific criminal fraud, fraudulent acts. But as you and I have talked, Jimmy, there's no cause of action, there's no judicial ability to uh, just to simply opine on whether the election was run fairly and accurately. That too. You can't do that. That's going to take a year or two to do that. Uh, the judges don't do that, and they'll consider a specific, if Jiggy comes in and says, my vote wasn't counted <laughs> right affidavit. But, you know... So what we have, though, is we have George Stephanopoulos saying there's no two sides to this story. That's my yes. point. There are no two sides to the story. Sorry, Rand Paul is simply saying, look, there are two sides to the story. I want to examine this. A very democratic thing to say, Stephanopoulos, as one of the ministers of truth, <coughs> saying, no, you can't say that. Now, what that does is it supports the impeachment, because in the impeachment brief, they talk about Trump talking about elections being stolen, and there's, quote, no evidence of it. Yes. That's what the brief said. Is there evidence? Of course there's evidence. Of course there's evidence. <laughs> it doesn't mean that the evidence, by the way, it doesn't mean the evidence wins the trial. Every time you go to trial, a judge has said there's enough evidence on both sides that we're going to have a trial. 
you can't go to trial without evidence on one side or the other. So, you know, but what we have is this ministry of truth, Jiggy. So, well, they're gonna they're gonna start referring to that as the reality czar. <laughs> Isn't that what they're gonna start referring to it as the, the reality czar? Have you heard about this? <laughs> a reality czar. Think about this one. This is a bizarre time. Yes. And that's really what the impeachment is about. It's a way of taking and just pummeling people uh, into not saying something. I mean, it's really, you get any authoritarian regime, you're going to get punished if you speak out against the Chinese government, you name it, if you're in other days against the Russian government, in other days, like oh, Navalny is doing now in Russia, you're, <laughs> you're going against the realities. It's bizarre. <laughs> it's it's anti-democratic. Oh, no, you can't have that view. The reality czar says you're, you're spreading disinformation. This is the craziest thing. I, 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 I just, I, I just, this, this is just, just nuts, my friend. Sure. And now you think about it. Now, just even the numbers on the voting, and again, I, 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 I'd like to say it's not, I'd like to, hear more and more evidence on the election as to whether there's enough. There clearly was evidence from what, which one may infer that the election was unfair and Trump won. But I would like to hear more and more uh, on this, but certainly, certainly, uh, is there evidence? Of course there's evidence, yeah. Well, uh, well, John, we will continue to monitor this, and uh, I look forward to talking to you next week. Uh, before we let you go, how do people get your book and get in touch with you on the web? Well, you can go to postgatebook.com, or I'm coming up even with a podcast called Mysteries of Watergate. So, Oh, that's 